The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Later, McIntyre clearly hasn't for 
forgiven nor forgotten what went down in Carter. I want you. I want you tonight. You wanna fight me? Yeah. yeah. Come on. Yeah. You wanna fight? You got it. I'm gonna kick your ass tonight. Yeah. Bring it. Bring it.
McIntyre just got mauled by the Usos. The Prophets came down to help out. Montez Ford from the heavens. And DeVille has a uh, that head and arm choke applied to Zia Lee. Takes her down on bar now. On Evans, tap out of Zaya. Tap out by Lacey. Lacey and Zaya both eliminated. Zaya Lee and Lacey Evans have been eliminated. Well, you asked for it, Sonya. Now is your chance. And instead of the arm bar, she's going for the ankle lock. Ankle lock. Leg trap. Camille, nowhere to go. Gotta tap out. Rousey's your number one contender. said she wanted to lead by example tonight, send a little luck to her men. Could Otis be the one to topple the monster? Maybe not a shoulder tackle. Drop in Otis, and now a clothesline, almost decapitating Gable. Powerbomb with ease. It looked effortless. No, no way. There's no way in hell. Great. No way in hell. What is Otis way? 350, 360. Strowman's got Otis up in a powerball. Are you kidding me? Good. A 360-pounder powerball by the monster among men. Putting everybody on notice here on Friday Night Smackdown. Looking for the Samoan drop yet again. McIntyre, though, slips up from behind. Claymore drives Sakoa right out of the ring. Holy cow! Oh, it's, it's Karrion Cross. The cross jacket. Karrion Cross and Scarlett have arrived. This lunatic is choking McIntyre out. The harbinger of doom, and there's Scarlett looking on. The cross jacket. McIntyre's fading. McIntyre fading. The Scottish Warriors world is fading to black. McIntyre, somebody help him.
brain is still rattled from the shock When they leave it in the box It's enough to call a medically out Stop, watch, get it locked when I rock Let them all just hop the block <laughs> Better save your name But your kitties all know the snake and bat is code for stranger things Man, stealing some vape But they never call the cops Ex-presidential with a blast Springsburg never had my own fly Miami where the bassers drop And the red lights blink But you just don't stop Gotta get that guap Gotta raise them crops She popped that top And the cat is blazing Well this rap pack is quite flavored Sammy Davis in a manger Drinking again is killing the faith in her Singing and slimming into her labia Kick drums humming slaving ya Split crumbs up we're baking ya See this one's cut your steak and a Sick mix up of unstabler times Feeling the vibe Whipping right. the steaming wheel of this car that I drive They wanna see our demise They got the greenest of vibes Hello everyone and welcome to the PWC Friday Night Smack Talk. I'm your host Jimmy T and my co-host is back once again. He's the evil one, Evil Dose, Dr. Jeff Littman. Welcome back to the Smack Talk with the original Smack Talkers just quietly. Yeah. You don't know why? Haven't you seen WWE's version of Smack Talk? Nope. Well, it's out there. <laughs> I don't believe it. Uh, well, it's it truly is out there. As a matter of fact, I'll show you if you really want. Okay, I'm sure it sucks. It does suck. We're the originals and we're the best, just quietly. Except for our entrance. So I bet they don't make the crowd work 12 minutes before the host come on. Oh, come on now, man. I came on early. It's just a waiting game, that's all, man. But that's all right. We're here. we still got viewers right now, man. So that's all that matters. I so anyway. <laughs> well, anyway, Jeff. What do you think of Smack Talk? Oh, wait, sorry, not Smack Talk, but SmackDown. What? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what? I really went into SmackDown. I, I saw what was the announced matches. And I'm just like, ugh, I really don't want to watch this. I'm dreading it. And it was actually pretty good. It was okay. I, I actually enjoyed it. 
I actually enjoyed it too. Actually, as a matter of fact, I thought it was better than Raw, to be to be honest. It was better. It it's two hours versus three. I didn't hate Rampage either, and I know that you hated Rampage, but I, I thought it was okay. Yeah, look, it wasn't a bad, bad show, but I just, I don't know, man. It just, there's no context to it. Sure, it was a not bad lineup for a Rampage, but what was the context? <laughs> The the, the only context I care about is that Dax Harwood keeps losing in singles matches for no apparent reason that he's in singles matches. So uh, that's, that's, I mean, that was all the satisfaction I needed. Just remember this, Jeff. Professional Wrestler of the Year candidate, apparently. I know. To the Mark Tards. Right. He's going to be, he's going to have a 1 in 14 singles record, and the only person he will have beaten will have been his panting partner. (laughs) Perfect. Well said, my friend. Well, speaking of SmackDown, we had a rocker SmackDown, pretty much. And uh, we're coming from Seattle, Washington. As a matter of fact, um, it's not the key arena, thank God. It's the new Pledge Arena, or the Climate Pledge Arena. And um, we start off with the Brawling Brutes. And by the way, I just want to also say... What's up with fucking uh, Pat McAfee? I know he's... What is he doing? He's he's commentating in college football or some shit? Yeah, he, he's with CBS for the college football season, so he'll be back, uh, you know, December, January, something like that. <laughs> Someone in the comments has said, Lippman getting paid by AEW. Yeah, yeah. their money counts. <laughs> Are you Don't shilling, Jeff? No cryptocurrencies. <laughs> Are you shilling, man? I put the block and chain. Oh, nice. Nicely played. Might as well call you the shill, Jeff Lippman, from now on. <laughs> nicely right. said. Nicely said, Facebook user. We still don't know who you are. But anyway, Jeff, like we are saying, we're talking about SmackDown. And uh, yeah. So what's up with Pat McAfee? I know he's doing, the, like you just said, the college football thing. But for how long? So is he going to be eight months on, eight months, uh, six months on, six months off, basically? Is that what's happening? Well, no. I mean, college football season generally is over around. Well, it used to be New Year's New Year's Day. Now it's like more like January fifteenth. But I don't think he's part of the bowl championship series. So I think he will be done probably around December. Oh, are you frozen again, or are you getting more of your orders in by telephone? Oh, oh. I interviewed someone this weekend who was in Kenya who had better service than Jimmy does. Uh, man, it's frustrating, Jeff. Lately, my internet keeps cutting out. I don't know what the fuck is going on around here, man. Even no, when I was doing this show. Stop playing Call of Duty with all their friends. <laughs> yeah, right. No, but seriously, uh, this is supposed to be great internet. And for whatever reason, every show I do now, I get cut out at least once. Hmm. I've noticed, Weird. yeah. It's it's not even just your phone calls anymore. No, it's not the phone calls. It's actually the internet for whatever reason. But anyway, Jeff, I didn't hear what you said, but I'm sure the listeners did. Hope but, so. um, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure they would have from what I've noticed post-production. So there's no point even repeating yourself again to me. No. I'll just hear it when I go over it. Uh, Facebook user says in the chat, actually, he's on ESPN. He'll be there till the Bowl Championship Series. Uh, I think he's there until it starts with the uh, championship games. But if not, then he'll be done in mid-January. Whatever it is. And then he's back full-time in WWE after that? 
I guess so, until he gets on some other gig that pays better or adds prestige. But I guess the way WWE sees it is he adds value. Maybe they feel he adds value, um, you know, just uh, more half a year or three quarters of a year than a full year. And that it adds value that he's on on the BCS squad and working with ESPN. And they see some crossover there. So, uh, yeah, it's all good. Well, how does his contract work then, Jeff? Like, he's allowed to take up whatever he feels like taking up? Well, once you get me the, a copy of the contract, I'll be able to interpret it for you. Until then, <laughs> so then I have no Smart. idea. I guess these things come up, and he says, hey, this will conflict. What do you say? And they say yes or no. And with something like this, they probably said yes because, uh, you know, it's the, it's the new attitude. They don't want to stand in the way of someone else going onward and upward, and they want to think of WWE as a place where people can have opportunity and some degree of freedom. Um, you know, we saw Sasha and Naomi all over Fashion Week and doing all sorts of stuff this, this weekend. <laughs> yeah, all sorts of stuff indeed. Uh, what's up with uh, Sasha Banks, as a matter of fact, with that big, okay, I'm going to say it straight, fat dude that's apparently her trainer? Well, I, I don't know, but okay. Listen, I, all my theory on this is that they are going everywhere together to all these premieres and, and training and fashion week, or whatever. And they're going to come in with a montage saying, we are the only real tag team in WWE in the women's division. The rest of you are just faking it and, and you come, came together recently. But we're not a tag team just in the ring. We're a tag team everywhere. And here's the proof. And they're going to show them all. They're going to show them in Oakland at the She-Hulk thing. They're going to show them in New York Fashion Week. They're going to show them doing yoga together. They're going to show them doing this kind of thing together. So going to be a whole video we're going to see you know how they're how they really are a tag team everywhere can we call them then as a new name the fashionitas you will call them whatever sasha <laughs> and or naomi tell them tell you to call them fine they will she's the boss and i'm talking about sasha but nevertheless uh that big fat dude credit goes out to you man i don't know how you fooled her into being your trainer or her trainer but uh, <laughs> kudos to you. Happening? What? What's that? The TV show? What's happening? Nah, I don't think yeah. I have seen it. Yeah, it was like a 1970s um, sitcom, and there was Fat Guy rerun. He wore like a red beret, and he he could always bust out the moves. He would dance, and it was amazing because he had rhythm. But he was a, a fat guy, and and you know that was the whole thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, because a fat guy like that isn't supposed to be able to move like that. And, um, you know, so that, that, that was the lore. They're like, oh, he's not threatening. And whoa, is he flexible? <laughs> whoa, well, is he flexible indeed? Yeah. Like, if this kind of training makes that hippopotamus that flexible, imagine <laughs> what it's going to do for us. Oh, boy. Well, like I said, man, <laughs> kudos to him. That's all I'm saying. Uh, anyway, let's get into SmackDown proper because our first match of the evening is the Brawling Brutes in Pete Butch Dunn, Ridge Holland and Sheamus versus Imperium in Giovanni Vinci, Gunther and Ludwig Kaiser. Wait a second. Uh, Did you say Pete Butch Dunn? Are they saying Pete Dunn Butch? No, I think they're still just saying Butch. They are still saying Butch, but he very much looked like Pete Dunn in that ring. <laughs> okay, what he looked like isn't important. I mean, Gunther looks a lot like a guy named Walter, but it's Gunther. So let, let's, let's... Does he really look like Walter? But when you think about it, Walter was a much bigger guy. Well, Walter lost some weight. Listen, yes, he looks, he looks a lot like him. And Ludwig Kaiser certainly looks like someone else as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, he looks like a... Anyway, let's just put it this way. He looks very German. 
does. Which I like. Which I like. I like that for his character. He's, he's great on the mic, obviously. He's got that typical German accent. You know what I mean? I mean, they're, they, they're heat magnets. I mean, you got I the fascist. They're the mean. fascist crew. So, sorry? I know what you mean. Me no speak Deutschland. <laughs> Don't say that around here, Jeff. Oh, then again, around there in Australia, that's where that's where I should be worried about saying it. <laughs> Zeke Hale. Well, in America, I should be worried about saying it. That's for sure. More than Australia, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. You're probably right. You're probably onto something. That's I don't for know sure. Very much German. Long as I said Wiener Schnitzel. Well, what about Schnitzel? Do you like Schnitzel? I do like Schnitzel. <laughs> well, this is your German right there. German 101 here at the PwC uh, Network. No, who, who doesn't like like breaded cutlets of meat? I mean, it's, it's, all, it's pretty much all hard to eat. argue. It's yeah. hard to argue that. No, you're right. Absolutely. I love schnitzel and uh, I love chicken schnitzel. I love I love hamburgers too. Well, from Hamburg, right? I mean, geez. I like bratwurst. <laughs> Fucking the Germans. Like Fucking hamburger. Uh, yuck. I don't like sauerkraut. Yuck. Come on, dude. Now you're going too far. Sauerkraut, really? Come on. Sauerkraut on a hot dog? Oh, yeah. With some some spicy mustard. No, no, no. White onions. Yeah, Uh, yeah, okay. I can agree with everything else, but you know what? But anyway, let's stop about the food. You're making me hungry. Um, This match was easy, the match of the night. This was a great match, Jeff. Yeah, he kept smashing them in, in those ribs and, and kept tenderizing that meat with the pulverizing right <laughs> on those flanks of, the, of those juicy breasts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, juicy breasts indeed. That, that the was, Schnitzer this Schneider. Really this, this match like changed my mood about SmackDown immediately. Hard-hitting match, well choreographed. You got the, the Sheamus, uh, Gunter segments that the crowd was crazy about. They couldn't get enough of it. Uh, Sheamus somehow has turned his whole faction face all, all through that one match it's very true. cool and imperial yeah. one and he's still giovanni vinci and, and what they said is that he is the only the second italian born wwe superstar since bruno san martino i did not know that really interesting now, hang on you know what i'm trying to think of an italian born wrestler people will say santino morella but he's actually canadian um like Tony Guerrero yeah. from New Zealand. You have uh, what? You know, Tony Guerrero from, from New Zealand. Yeah, he was from Auckland. No, New Zealand. no, Tony. Yeah, Gu- yeah. Let me look that up. Mm-hmm. No way, bro. Yeah, well, you look it up all you like. Auckland, New Zealand. Um, I mean, you have Paul no. Rome, not from you know, not from Italy. Oh my God, you're so fucking right. What the I fuck? Know, right. Get the fuck out of here! How do I know that Auckland, New Zealand, New Zealand exists, except for uh, except for Professor <laughs> the Bushwhackers and and the, the sheep herders? weren't they from Christchurch? Uh, good question. Uh, well, uh, Tony Guerrero is a Croatian-born. Oh, well, sorry, he well says he's Croatian-born for some reason, but he's born in New Zealand, but to Croatian immigrants. Mm, so he lied about being Italian. Anyway, so that, that makes him... Yeah, um, he definitely yeah. lied. Unbelievable. I had Dino it on, I realized that. Dino Bravo was definitely Canadian, but of Italian descent. Ted Arcidi, American. Ken Patera, American. True. I mean, there's plenty of Italian wrestlers, just not born. Steve Lombardi, American. Well, he's the Brooklyn Brawler. 
Exactly. Um, you are Glenn Gilberti, Disco Inferno. <laughs> well, he was never in WWE. No, he wasn't, but still, he was in WCW. But, you know, I'm just going by all the Italian wrestlers, man. Come and on. The what about the big, uh, big Vito and... Uh, big Vito, shout out to Big Vito, who's part of the Hamin Media Group. Chuck Palumbo, of course. Not, not born in Italy? Uh, Mario Milano, who was born in Italy. <laughs> Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, not born in Italy? That's true, too. Is Deville Italian, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so is uh, Liv Morgan, by the way. Yes, you could see that in a way. Uh, but she's, I think, part Italian, though. The, hang on, I'm just looking up the bushwhackers. But, um, yeah, no, there's heaps. I mean, there's plenty of Italian background or, you know, heritage dressers. That's for sure, dude. It's not born there. I mean, David's not born there. Yeah. born here. Who? Bruno Sammartino's son. Oh, David's yes, son. that's yeah. true. That's true. Wasn't he uh, teaming up with the Zab uh, Larry Zabisco at one point? Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, and why can't yeah, I get it, the bushwhackers? In in his short career, you might need to look for the sheep herders to find it. No, 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 they came up as the bushwhackers. I mean, yeah, very minimal people know them as the freaking sheep. Let's be honest. That's I didn't know there was a bushwhacker band though. Absolutely, that was the shit. That were violent motherfuckers, dude. What do you mean? They sure were. Actually, fuck it. I'm gonna top the sheep herders. The sheep herders. That's right. There you go fuck it I've had enough because they're not coming up and I'm put wrestlers god damn it and here we are now where are they where's oh, here we go alright so they just build from New Zealand <laughs> but where from New Zealand are they wherever the sheep are I guess <laughs> let's see where but yeah they sh okay uh, Bushwhacker Butch is from Auckland New Zealand okay there you go and let's go to Luke 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 is from Wellington, New Zealand. Oh, Wellington. Okay. Yeah, and did Luke you know? Wellington. Did Did you know there was more members of the Bushwhackers and the Sheep Herders? Uh, uh, at some point, I know Jack Victory was hanging around with them, but uh, I know he was the flag bearer. But that's that's about as far as my knowledge of the Sheep Herders goes. They're all New Zealanders, mind you. Oh, except for one Australian. There was one Aussie in the Bushwhackers, Jonathan Barry Boyle. Um, what's his wrestling name though? What the fuck? Jimmy Smith. Smell it. Smell no, it. no, yes, no. Shut up, Jeff. Lord Jimmy Jonathan Boyd. His name, by the way. You said my last name right the first time. Say, say it right, Jeff. Jimmy Smelliest. No, you know, <laughs> you know how to pronounce it, you prick. Yeah, Smelliest. Stop. <laughs> yeah, you. I'm gonna get you, Jeff. I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you good. Anyway, let's move back over to SmackDown, enough of the sheep herders. Uh, Imperium end up winning by pinfall with the Imperium bomb on Ridge Holland. Commentary then hypes up our women's number one contenders match. We get a memorial graphic for Queen Elizabeth II as we go to the break. God save our queen. RIP to the queen, Elizabeth, I guess, the second. Sure, Jeff, do you, do, you, do you care about the queen? I was surprised that WB cared about the queen. I was too. I mean, I don't not care, but no, I don't really. I mean, you know, not not my queen. And I mean, you know, it's not exactly shocking when a 96-year-old person dies of natural causes. So, well, uh, I, I know you're right. Event. I just, uh, you know, I, you know, it's a safe thing for WWE to recognize. When in doubt, recognize and move on. You know, way to make a whole You know thing. what? 
even though she was my queen, Jeff, right? I find that the US has got a weird fascination with the royals, though, man. But you guys like to not admit it, though, in many ways. Wall to wall coverage. It never, it never. Absolutely, stops I've noticed. I have damn noticed. You would have thought that you guys are still part of the Commonwealth. Now we we broke away from a monarchy and have been trying to get ourselves back to a monarchy ever since. <laughs> you said it, dude. You said it absolutely. And also, I wanted to say because uh, it was September 11 a couple of days ago. You know, condolences to all the victims. I mean, we still wait for answers if we ever going to get any. Jeff, can I ask you one question about September no, 11? Please don't. Can I just ask one question? Just one. Please don't. Do you believe there's something fishy that went down or you're one of those guys that thinks it was terrorism? And when I say terrorism, I'm talking about, you know, Saudi Arabia, Afghanistan. Yeah, I don't think... You know there, what I mean. I don't think there's any legitimate questions about what happened. Okay, that's all I need to know. But that's for another show anyway. Check out his show, by the way, Garden Doom and Garden Views, right here on the PwC Network. Yeah, we're current. I, I, I uploaded, uh, I figured out how to do Ukraine myself, and uh, uh -huh. the most recent one. So the only the only uh, Garden of... Is, is our episode. Right, is our the hidden episode of... Um, it'll, it'll come out eventually. I'll send it to you. I just wasn't happy with myself in that episode, really, Jeff. Maybe I, I'm, well, I'm... You impressed me, so I mean... Really? Yeah, <laughs> I, I was very All impressed right. with your knowledge. I mean, listen... Thanks. I, I, if you asked me to tell you, you know, I mean, about American lore and legends, I would do worse than you did on, on Greek. If, like, if you asked me about Paul Bunyan, I'm sure I'd get stories wrong, or even the French and Indian War, I'd probably get lots of that wrong. No, I know what you're saying, but there was times where I should have known something, and I just sort of uh, froze. Like, you know, sometimes when you're doing live shows, you kind of just like things just go out of your head and you're just trying to like figure out what you want to say and then you're like damn it and then you realize after the show ends and it's too late but yeah it will come Do out I eventually ever. don't worry anyway <laughs> anyway let's move on again as we come back from commercials sammy zane and the usos make their entrance sammy gets on the mic to introduce the bloodline and ask the crowd to throw the ones up as we all do he and jimmy are feeling it but jay is less so he tells Zane to chill and reminds all the haters and doubters that Roman Reigns is still champion, having defeated Drew McIntyre at Clash at the Castle. Jimmy gives Sola Sikoa a big introduction and he makes his entrance. He says if you come for his family, he comes for you. You create problems and he finishes them. Sola Sikoa is here to stay and the bloodline just got bigger and stronger. They are all four of them, throw the ones up, enter Drew McIntyre. Chair in hand, Sammy and the Usos clear out, and Solo stands strong. Drew nails him with a chair. Sammy takes the second shot, and Sokoa gets away. McIntyre says he wants Solo tonight, and the street champion accepts the challenge as we go to the break. What do you think of this little interaction, actually, Jeff? Did you like it? Um, yeah, I think it was okay. I mean, I liked it. I just always think it's a little bit silly when four guys leave a ring for for one, or, you know, or at least when they don't immediately converge on the guy and like. They left the ring and none of them got chairs too. <laughs> so, True. But, Fair cool. from, yeah, but that yeah, that's wrestling lord. You're not supposed to do that. The, the, the face has to look strong to set up the match. So that was fine. I I'm enjoying this interaction that uh, solo is sort of on Team Jimmy, that's sort of like Sammy. Jay, he doesn't seem to be moving at all. He's he's not yeah, happy funny. with Sammy one bit. 
Yeah, but do you think he will eventually come to? Um, I don't, and I think eventually, you know, at, at some point, they, you know, Sammy's just going to keep taking hits and taking hits and and being blamed for things. And you know, at some point, Kevin Owens is going to show him a video package or whatever of every. What are you doing? What are you doing to yourself? And we'll get that split, but it's not gonna it's not gonna happen as fast as everybody wants. Everyone wants to happen yesterday. I think it's gonna take, you know. A few weeks, maybe maybe even a couple of months, and that and that's cool. I think that'll, that'll be fun. Uh, let, let it build. Let's let Sammy enjoy his, you know, his sense of being part of the group. But the group just got bigger, and they don't need him. I, I wouldn't even mind if they brought someone else in, and then they really didn't need him, and and then he starts to feel like he's being edged out. Like he he's he, he's at the table, but he's like at the kitty table. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fucking funny, like, man. Like they're all getting steaks, and he's getting like <laughs> tenders and like you know, like pancakes uh, and like dinosaur shapes. You know, like oh like, no! But literally, like one of those real kitty tables, though. If you know what I mean, yeah, the plastic ones chair. and all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little chairs. Yeah, they're all at the hotel buffet, and they get fresh waffles <laughs> and whatever. You know, the belt oh, waffles, and like boy. someone comes up with like dinosaur pancakes for him. Oh god, that would be fucking hilarious, and I can see that too. He'd pull it off as well. But I just want to say, speaking of uh, this, since this is a smack talk, here is the imposters show, Jeff. Check this out. Okay. Look at that shit. First can you all, believe Peter that? Rosenberg, we're both bad. I, you know, I got nothing for love for Booker T. And and who's the of smack? course? Good question. I don't have a clue who the hell that is, but she's hot. Like there. <laughs> Nah, nah, I don't think so. But uh, yeah, Rosenberg, get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah. Jesus I, Christ. But I see, that guy, Greg. Yeah. Imposters, dude. I can't believe they're doing this, man. Can't believe it. Booker T is never an imposter. Booker T is all good. Nah, um, Book is one of my favorites, too. I've had pleasant interactions with him, as I've said a million times already. I've never had any interaction with him. I'm just saying Booker's the man. He absolutely is the man. Except that show is not the OG show. That's us. Just so well, you we, know. We should them with the cease and desist. And we should. You're the lawyer. Come on, man. Do something. Okay. Let's make money from this. Let's sell our souls to the to the devils themselves in WWE. We have souls? <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know about that, but you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Anyway, uh, let's move on to the next damn matchup. It is uh, your favorite female wrestler in a liar. And Raquel Rodriguez, for that matter, versus Toxic Attraction in Gigi Dolan and JC Jane. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm, why am I feeling kind of a lesbian storyline happening here? And I'm talking about Aaliyah and Raquel Rodriguez. Because uh, she's always... You're a 14-year-old boy. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just From what I see, first of all, Aaliyah's just madly obsessed with Rodriguez, dude. Like, I mean, she's jumping all over her. She's slapping her backside. Like, literally, she's, like, almost going in for a kiss, and then she backs away. I just feel like, I don't know, I'm, man. I'm seeing more of, like, that cartoon where there's the big bulldog, and then there's the little dog around him. And goes, Chester's my best friend because he's so big and strong. <laughs> right. I, I see more of that. But, um, first of all, this match was pretty good, better than having any right to be. And the normal story played out until the end where Aaliyah actually did a spear that helped Raquel secure the win. So Aaliyah did something, which is uh, you right. know, probably good to elongate the story. I guess they needed to have a win against a somewhat established tag team, albeit not on the, on the main roster. So, you know, this is what Toxic Attraction did in the beginning of NXT. About a, you know, a year and a half ago, they were losing all matches. And, you know, 
the worm will turn when Mandy comes and joins them in about a half a year or so. Why isn't she on the main roster yet? She should be there the, right because now. Because she's the greatest NXT female champion of all time. Right, but come on, man. <laughs> like, she, if, if uh, toxic, toxic Attraction are going to be on SmackDown, you might as well bring Mandy Rose anyway. Why? They don't, they don't, they don't need her up there. they got plenty of women. And Charlotte's coming back soon. They, 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 they're overloaded oh, yeah. with people. I forgot about Charlotte, funny enough. Carmella and Zelina will be back soon. I mean, they're going to have, they're gonna have to rebalance everything. So, no, they don't need any women. And she's, she's killing it there. I mean, Toxic Attraction can work both shows. Where is Carmella? Uh, making wine. Okay. Making love with Corey. Who's going well, to be Corey. on both shows? Ugh. I know. Is that what's going to happen? Is that the plan? Is that for Corey to be on both shows now? That's what I have heard. But, you know, that doesn't mean it's the forever plan. I mean, I would like to see them, like, rotate some other people into Sue Desert. Like, like, I can't imagine that they have big plans for Zelina Vega as a wrestler. So let, let her try commentary. Let's see Alexa Bliss on commentary. She's been good before. Um, so maybe mm. you've got some people in there on commentary and see if they add anything to it. See, see who works. Yeah. I mean, let Joe go. He was the best. I mean, I would, I would love Wade Barrett, but then you have to bring someone into NXT, and he really elevates NXT. Well, I'm afraid I've got some bad news. <laughs> and he ain't turning up. Nah. What about, where's uh, Nigel McGuinness, man? Well, he was with NXT um, UK, so there's, I mean... There's a there's a suspect, but I don't want to see him on Raw or, or SmackDown, but he could be the one on NXT. And then you can bring Wade up. And he was originally on NXT, and I'm talking about the North American version. Yeah, I just don't think enough of main roster fans have any idea who Nigel McGuinness is. Oh, that's right. you got to be a Ring of Honor Mark to know who Nigel McGuinness is. Or uh, what was his name? Alexander Wolf in TNA? Not Alexander Wolf. No, who was Alexander Wolf? That was the German guy. I'm talking about um, what was his name in TNA, dude? I don't Nigel McGuinness. You know who I'm? Oh, he was he was pushed as a big star, but I forgot his damn name. Who gives a shit anyway? Because it didn't last. I, I had no idea who Nigel McGuinness was until probably the the mid 2010s when I was watching Ring of Honor and they were always talking about him and he was doing commentary. Never. I, if I ever saw a Nigel McGuinness match, I don't remember it. Don't care about him. Not interested. I remember him from the early two thousands. When you know, he was early, he right. was doing commentary like he was. He was still wrestling, but he was like sort of like a retirement angle. Like, that they were he, doing. he had like a hepatitis issue, I think it was. If I, if memory serves me right, no, really. I believe. <laughs> <just> a, <laughs> what are you saying there, Jeff? Got this from the Street Profits. Ah, likewise. Mm. <laughs> Cheers. Well, yours must come from Hit Row. Mine, mine is the Red Solo Cup. <laughs> yeah, mine does come from Hit Row. That's 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 true. Not Skid Row, Hit Row. No, no, no that's, <laughs> that's from Bob. We are the youth gone wild. <laughs> uh, Jeff. They anyway, call a problem child. Walking <laughs> Oh no. Well, anyway, Aaliyah and Raquel Rodriguez win by pinfall with a one arm power bomb. As we get a recap of Ronda Rousey confronting adam pierce last week yeah. michael cole says rousey has been disciplined internally and the results will not be disclosed as we go to no, the said break. And it was resolved behind, backstage as it should be shots right. fired shots bang, bang. fired bang, bang. absolutely 
that's that's brilliant actually man i think there was a couple of instances where they kind of you know t- gave shit to aw and what was happening over there it's possible Does that but that one was clear as day and it was well played well you know what's funny i think you and i are the only two guys especially on this network mm-hmm. and by the by judging a lot of people think differently to us are we the only two guys that think this shit is a shoot no, we're definitely not the only ones who think it's a shoot. The the guys at Soup do, Kevin Castle does, John Draper does. I I, I don't. I mean, Drew uh, Yari does. I mean, I I can't speak to other podcasts because I don't. I, I mean, Don Tony thinks it's a, a a shoot. I don't. I can't speak to other podcasters because I don't listen to a lot of other podcasts. I mean, that's sort of enough. I mean, I listen to a lot of other podcasts, but not wrestling podcasts. Right, and right. since I listen to all of our shows, even the ones that I'm on, <laughs> um, there's only really, really time for that in the other 55 podcasts I, I listen to that aren't. So I don't listen to the Cornets, the Bischoffs, the JDs, um, you know, the Jericho, whatever. Um, I listen to some, some of the, the figure four online, but, so, you know, but a lot of, nothing that's behind the paywall. Right, right. Yeah, neither do I, except for channelattitude.com, where for five bucks you can listen to us and everybody else, like Bin Hamin, Big Ray Hernandez, The Vet, Jago, Big Vito. I, I you consider name it. all those part of the us. I know that it's all not direct, like blow off and, and uh, anything that's Hamin and, and Channel Attitude, I consider the part of the us. But I sort of did because Absolutely. I do I do listen to stuff on figure four. I mean, I have a giant bro bromance with Les Thatcher. I know he's a little too old for me. Oh, Apparently, God. he doesn't date the demonic cephalopods. Um, <laughs> he's married. Yeah. You know, there's a whole lot of encumbrances, things in the way. But um, I don't know. Like he, I'm making inroads because I, I told him that that my love notes they make more sense in Enochian, and he agrees. <laughs> well, well said. Enochian, right? Mm-hmm. And he agrees. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Yep. He goes, yep, it's true. It does make a whole lot more sense than Enochian. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to another Shout women's match. Shout out to Liz Thatcher. Um, next up, we got another women's match, and it's a oh, number I one. To, I listen to yes. the rest of too. Brandon Thurston show. Ah, there you go. You probably listen to a whole bunch of shows really deep down, Jeff. I, I listen to a ton of podcasts, but I'm starting to make a liar myself. But you know, I mean, a lot, a lot come through Figure Four online, even though they put they, they put things willy nilly on and off the, the table. But there are things like I don't listen to the Carl Stone Stern show. I don't listen to Jim Valley. I mean, there are things. Uh, like Jim Valley is too old school now. Jim Valley is way too old school right now. I used to listen to Jim Valley, but I haven't heard him in years now. There's nothing more old school than Les Thatcher, but Jim Valley thinks it's, I can tell from his tweets, he does, he thinks it's a shoot. He just thinks it's no big deal. Oh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> can it not be no big deal? I'm just telling you what the man tweets. I, I have contested him on it, but I don't, I don't rank to get a response. So. Well, wasn't he in hospital a couple of years ago? He was. He oh, yeah, had serious health issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cancer. Yeah. So he's, he's recovered made, now. As to my understanding, he's made a full recovery and, and is doing great, which is terrific. Good on him. And, Absolutely. Yeah. Is he still with the torch? No, he's. Well, I don't. I can't say that for sure. But the only place I know him for is from Meltzer's network. You know, the W O N, the whatever it's called. Wrestling Observer. Wrestling Observer. <laughs> right. Yeah, but keep, He's been on both. Callous and... it's, like, it's like Wrestling Observer Figure 4 on Figure 4. 
That's because of friggin' Alvarez. You know how it is. You know, Alvarez and Meltzer, you know, combining their crap together. Yeah, but and, Alvarez and, whatever. and Sempervivi, they were on, they, for like the last two months, they were free. And then this whole thing started and people started making fun of them. And now all of a sudden it's, it, it's, it disappeared off my feed. So it's back behind What? No. I, I, can't, I can't believe it's a coincidence. But what do they got for free now? What's on their free feed? Uh, Denise Salcedo, Matt Men, oh. uh, Les Thatcher Show, Jim Valley, Carl Stern, Stern, Stern. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that's right. And then there's Wrestling Observer Online on the weekend, which is Zarian, not Alvarez. Um, right, right. So, uh, I mean, it, it, it's a bunch, but you would get the daily show around 4, 4.30 with Alvarez or Sempervivi or one or the other. And it's gone and it wasn't like for like two months they were saying yeah this is your free preview to show you how great we are now they, they weren't saying that they did they they dropped the paywall and i think that because they were they caught themselves in too much guff and and then had to walk it back with all this with aw falling down before their their tear drenched eyes they they <laughs> put themselves safely behind the paywall to uh, protect themselves unbelievable Anyway, back to the wrestling. As like I was saying, we're going to get a matchup between Lacey Evans versus Natalia versus Ronda Rousey versus Sonya Deville versus Zaya Lee for your WWE SmackDown Women's Championship number one contenders elimination match. And let's just say Ronda Rousey eliminates pretty much everybody and destroys everyone as Rousey wins, last eliminating Sonya Deville by submission with an ankle lock to become your number one contender to the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. All right, I feel like I, I need to explain my little hearts. Those were for Zia Lee. Um, <laughs> I think that it is noteworthy that Lacey Evans came in with absolutely no fanfare whatsoever, no explanation. She's not, we don't know if she's heel or face. We don't know what her character nothing. is or isn't anymore. She, she's just, you know, you know, she was, Natty was the first one to be eliminated, but she was right after that. I mean, this match was one of those, which what have any of these women other than Ronda done did to deserve to be in the number one contenders match. It felt very much like a Vince uh, booking idea. But the biggest heel on the show was Ronda's outfit because her boobs kept popping out and I don't <laughs> want to see her boobs. So she needs to have better ring gear to keep her boobs from, keep them in, not out. I'm usually someone who's perfectly interested in seeing a woman's boobs. Lacey Evans would be fine. Zia Lee would be fabulous. Fantastic. Um, yeah, Tremendous mean, even. Not interested in Natty. Uh, you know, Sonya Deville, I got no problem with that. Uh, but Ronda, no, 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 thank you. Damn, Put those things that, away. Yeah, she's just like little cupcakes. The, but they're giant cupcakes now that she's all oh, pregnant. Listen, whatever it is, just get those things secured. <laughs> Biggest deal was, in wrestling was her ring gear because it was not doing its job. God damn, Jeff with the... With smack the hard, with, with the, the smack, smack talk. talk, with the smack talk, the original smack talk is not that that would be imposter show. I'm surprised. I'm surprised Panetta didn't give his dollar to her ring gear. Well, I'm not sure. Maybe he did. We, don't, we he just did don't it? know it yet. Yeah, I we don't, just don't know it. I do. I keep track of of, of his dollar givings because I well, let him know which dollars I give, and he, <laughs> gave, he gave his to live again, of course. Oh, really? So, yeah, what? Who I, did you I give our dollar to? I gave mine to Zaylee. Really? Yeah, to Zaylee? Of course you did. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar.
Lacey was in consideration, but it was so pathetic. And listen, there's a lot of there's a lot of statuesque blondes out there. There's only one Xiaoli. Fair enough. Where's she from? Qingchong, China? No, just China. No, she's from Qingchong, China. That's what is they that, announced her like, as. Is that like Qingchong, comma, China? I don't, it sounds like Qingchong, China, bro. Uh, you I don't know, believe me? I, I don't, I'm, I'm not. I'm, all, all I know is China. Not that I don't believe you. I'm just saying all don't I know. Don't make me play a, her, ring her ring announcement to the ring. I will. Just, you want me to do that? No, I right, just know you're going to. We're gonna we're instead of fighting <laughs> you, I'm just I'm just leaning into it. I'm leaning into the term. Well, let me see if I can find an entrance. Oh, Mr. Big Talk. Oh yeah, you okay, Mr. motherfucker, Big we'll see. Talk. Here we go. I found it. From two days ago. Okay. This is from Smack It Down. Mm -hmm. Now you listen. Let me just uh while I get that video, should mm -hmm. shouldn't be too long. Mm -hmm. I'll get back to that. But she's from Qingchong, China. Something like that. You'll hear it for yourself and you tell me what you think. I'm not trying to be racist here. I'm actually just saying what I heard and I'll keep hearing week in, week out. I know it sounds crazy, but you'll see once it's downloaded. But yeah. I, know, I only know a few cities' names in China, so it doesn't sound crazy. I'm sure they're, I mean, you know. Well, call me crazy, but you'll see. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, post-match, Rousey stares Liv Morgan down ring to box seats <laughs> that sounds bad backstage the Usos give their little brother solo a pep talk though the cameras pans to show sammy Zayn in the room and solo says he was skeptical that roman put trust in sammy but he appreciates what he did earlier no, and thanks him. when roman told me you were the man he was right oh well there you go he was the man apparently he is Mm -hmm. and he thanks him for it jay picks a fight though as zane goes to fight back but jimmy warns him off for bloodline unity sammy tells hikoa if if he needs anything it's his and solo says if he needs help he'll ask for it jay swats sammy's hand away from a high five and says they'll be out there tonight and we go to a break again the tension is rising jeff he is rising in shim yeah, china it's coming it's halfway there dude it's halfway wow. there after after rip it it should be quicker than that but it should have been two seconds but it is what it is because it's only a 20 second video but anyway uh we come back from the commercial and we run into ronda rousey who runs into Shayna baszler right exactly as she runs into Shayna baszler backstage Shayna embraces her and congratulates her on her win and says she doesn't need it but she wishes her luck Rondi says she knows she's upset about losing and says she'll get some revenge for her and we'll see what happens there when we do eventually get some sort of revenge apparently as we go to a hit row Ashanti the Adonis and Top no, Dollar you, you don't right. Rondi said let me know when you want to get back to breaking bones oh yeah she did she did yeah. she did say something like that he's a teammate but Shayna had a nondescript look on her face afterwards like like not like I'm not interested in joining Ronda, but like not quite. Huh? Maybe I'm going to beat the shit out of that woman and keep her from getting the title too. Do you think that's where we're going? If they want to keep the the belt on Liv, I mean that's one way to do it. Uh, I personally think that the belt on Liv is horrendous, and nobody cares, and nobody ever should. That's true, and the fact that she still got the belt really irks me. Me too. And you know. And you know what, Jeff? I th we finally got it, dude. I got the Zyali entrance. Oh, you bitch. One second. I've got to get rid of her. 
a file for a sec for a second because he's I mean, uh, from Chung China. It sounds like Jimmy's voice there. <laughs> from Chung Chung China, I'll do the Fink's voice. Mm-hmm. All right, it's up. To, it's uploading right now. Jeff should take literally moments, which it has. It's uploaded already, but now it's processing, mm-hmm. and then it should be done within five, four, three, two for dose one, and it has. Check it out. And now to determine who faces Liv Morgan for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Chong Ching China. Chong Ching China. You just got it reversed, but I did. There you go. I was right. I wasn't tripping after all. What's up with that? That's the name of a town. Sure, Melbourne's town's funny in China. (laughs) Well, it's technically Melbourne, not Melbourne. Just quietly. That sounds even stupider. (laughs) It's Melbourne, all right? Melbourne, goddammit. Anyway, whatever. From now on. From well, Chung Australia, Jimmy T. <laughs> it's not far from the truth. Hey, hey, stop it, all right? Lipman, god damn it. Anyway, as I was saying, it was Hit Row and the Street Profits in Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford versus Los Lotharicos or Lotharios in Angel Gaza and Humberto Carrillo and Maximum Male Models in Marseille and Mansour. Um, God. It's hard watching these guys wrestle just the way they are. Such shit. This whole thing God was damn shit. it. This whole thing was shit. But uh, what's her name? Um, Maxine Dupree. I mean, I've got to admit, man, she she had a banging backside. She's a little skeletal for me. Yeah, her, her ass is not too bad. I mean, come on, dude. No, no. Listen, she's not too bad, but, but she's a little skeletal for me, especially from the waist up. Yeah, I can I can agree with that actually, but her ass, eh, not bad. Anyway, Hit Row and Street. Hey, well there you go. Her ass gets my dollar, I think, in my there opinion. You there, there you go. go. I want my motherfucking money. Services rendered. Fuck a check. Return it to sender. Give me mine and legal tender, Mister Manager. The venue was filled to capacity. Check the door box. Count my percentage and get that to me. Fuck me, fuck me on the door and we get all black with millies, ball caps and billies. It's all raps for really. Fuck me on the door and we get all black with millies, ball caps and billies. It's all raps. For- <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> So are I'm we actually sponsored by Dollar Club Wrestling? I guess we are. And speaking of Dollar Club Wrestling, you know, there's a, a big event coming up, Jeff, as a matter no, no, of fact. No, 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 yes. no, no. You're yes. Not, are we sponsored by them that you have to play? Yeah. Wrestling? We interrupt this regularly scheduled program with breaking news from Dollar Club Wrestling. Dollar Club champion Rock Hard Jim was viciously attacked by a masked assailant outside of 112 North Midland Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania earlier this morning. Here's security footage that we recovered from the scene. After the assault, we were able to get a few words from the not-so-enthused champion via satellite. Who do you call a man that attacks you from behind? I guess the word would be a coward. 
Well then what is the word for a man who attacks you from behind? It has a mix. I think the word is little bitch. You just made the biggest mistake of your life, little bitch. Because I am the champion. I am Dollar Club Wrestling. And I make the rules. So on October 27th, at Mischief Night, with the title on the line, you will be there. And you will recognize me. If you have any information on this mask assailant, please contact the local authorities or email dollarclubwrestling at gmail.com. This is Courtney Bensley from Channel 10 News, signing off. Okay. October 27, Jeff, Mystic wow. Night. Wow, we're in Philadelphia, that's not too far from me. Well, not too far. It's very far for me, but but uh, yeah, look it's out for the Dollar Club Wrestling Boys. If you really love them, you would go. Um, was that Pink t- Tiger Mask? <laughs> that was, uh, what do you call yourself? Las Gata Grande or something like that? I don't know. It looked like Pink Tiger Mask to me. The, the, the big cat he called himself or something like that? The big cat looked tiny next to the champ. I don't like his chances. <laughs> he should be called Los Gringos Grande. Yeah, I don't like his chances next next to Rock Hard Jim Prendy. I, I don't know. You, you gotta you better recognize yeah. him, Jeff. You gotta Clark recognize him. That, that grandfather clock that you have there, that's like Vecna <laughs> from Stranger Things. I mean he, he, he's I was looking at got, it too. He's got some secret powers uh, going on. He's gotta deal with literally the devil. So uh, I'm not uh, so sure. Oh man, so look out for the Dollar Club Wrestling on October twenty seventh. I think it's called Mystic Night, whatever it is. It's on. That's all I'm saying. Who's that Courtney Blumens or or Ben Bensley or whatever? Oh, yeah. Well, she cost them apparently 50 bucks. You know that? Well, uh, I guess you buy that for $50. I, I don't know. <laughs> you, definitely like wouldn't, for girlfriends. you definitely wouldn't buy that for a dollar. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm, not, just I'm saying. not saying anything of the sort. I'm not saying Courtney <laughs> I'm not saying. I just, She's I'm not just, ugly. I, I just I assumed didn't... that it was a, a friend of the promotion, not hired A out, friend? But... That cost them fifty dollars to do that. You know, God that damn you know what that kind of friend is called? Smart. That's what they're called. <laughs> they, they know their worth. So good for you. Good, good up, Courtney. Uh, you, you yeah, absolutely. You're like, we'll buy that for a dollar. She's like, no, nah, fifty. I couldn't help but notice instead of calling it Channel Ten News, it should have been called Channel One Dollar News or some shit like that. You know what I mean? But oh well, who am I to say? I it's know. Channel Ten News. But anyway, back to the WWE show we go because Heat Row and Street Profits win by pinfall. With heavy hitter from Hit Row on Mansoor. Uh, not much to really report on about this match, Jeff. Did you like anything of it? Um, the confrontation between B Fab and, and Maxine Dupree could have interesting lesbian porn movie ramifications <laughs> for me. Uh, besides that, oh my God, the Street Profits in, in six weeks' time have gone from title contenders to like exhibition we're like guys. Yeah, we're 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 like part of Andrade family office now. <laughs> yeah, they're the new uh, uh, shots shots guys in uh, private party. Can we call them private party now? Oh, they're better than private party. They're I better, know that. But they're I just they're, but they're just mired in a nowheresville program. Don't be silly, Jeff. I know they're way better. They're much better. Anyway, as we come back from commercial, we get Alpha Academy making the entrance, and mostly Chad Gable shushes everybody. They get in the ring and Gable rags on the local athletes and, and talks Otis up as we enter Braun Strowman in Brad. You know what I call the Alpha Academy? The Butcher and the Blade. <laughs> That's a good one. They're pretty much that, except you know what, Jeff? 
They've got mm. more charisma than Butcher and the Blade. Mm. I mean, I hate to say not, it. Not when, the, not when the bunny's with them. Yeah. I put the bunny with the Alpha Academy, and now we're talking. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Gee, that won't happen, though. So, <laughs> but I'm still. Not with bunny ears. I could do it. I mean, hasn't that happened before? Haven't we seen that? I'm sure in some circumstances it has. <laughs> I think we have, dude. I'm pretty sure we have. Anyway, um, yes, it does sound reasonable. Anyway, as Braun Strowman hits the ring and beats Otis down, Gable does a valiant effort to fight him off, but the monster among men lays them both out. He power bombs Otis. Drew McIntyre is interviewed backstage, though, and before I get back to Drew, what do you think of Braun? I'm glad to see Braun back, but the, him beating up these two clowns is is nothing. I, I'd rather literally, Huge, I'd rather him, please. Yeah, literally, I'd <laughs> rather I, I'd rather smart Mark Starling come in with twenty uh, security guards and have him beat up the twenty security guards. You know what? Smart Mark Sterling would be a good pairing with Alpha Academy for some dumbass reason. Well, smart Mark makes everything worse, so I, I don't really know what you're talking about. Thank you. You know, it'd be a good pair with Alpha Academy. <laughs> Josh who's Woods, who's with Mark, Mark Sterling now. For That's no true. Reason. That's very true. How about you replace Otis with uh, Josh Woods? You don't need to replace Otis. He, they become detective, and Chad Gable's sort of the guy on the outside directing traffic. Well, is it just me, or has Otis put on more weight, man? I don't know. He's a human tree trunk. I mean, I think it's it's just his rings are growing, and so the bark comes out. It's just the sign of a, of a healthy tree trunk. <laughs> Of a healthy tree trunk. I like I it. I like it a lot. Healthy tree trunk, yeah. Um, and one more thing about I mean, Braun. It really does look like a wrecking ball. If you tied him to a chain and like threw him at a building, the building would collapse. <laughs> I'm sure it would. Um, with Braun, you're right about him tripping over, actually. I saw that again, and he very much tripped over this. What an idiot. I don't need make, I know I was right. I, I rewatched it. I mean, Gable didn't even, like, he just sat there like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, that, that was pretty embarrassing. Uh, and also, does he have a new theme now? Is that what I heard? Is his theme changed a little bit? I don't really remember. I mean, the roar is, is the same. The same, right. After that. I mean, unless the music is particularly catchy, I don't pay much attention to it. I did notice there were a lot of new songs. Like, I know Ricochet has the music and a few others. Yeah, suddenly out of the blue. It's, it's true. Anyway, um, we come back and uh, we get Drew McIntyre interviewed backstage. He says Clash at the Castle should have been the biggest moment of his life. All of his sacrifices lead there and he should be champion right now. He's not for one reason, Solo Sikora. He tells Solo that actions have consequences and he's not going to like it. The reason what? is you didn't you didn't plan for it. You knew the Usos were going to be, you knew the Heyman was going to be. <laughs> But you didn't even think about Sammy. And I mean, he didn't think about singing. Thrones. I mean, you need a little backup, you dummy. Yeah, you dummy. And don't sing next time after you lose, you loser. You definitely don't sing. And by the <laughs> way, the biggest night of your career? I mean, didn't you win at a WrestleMania? Yeah. He's full stupid. of shit, Jeff. Big stupid head. <laughs> Big stupid Scottish. He's nah. got that dumb sword still. I mean, Vince <laughs> is gone. Get rid of the fucking sword. Yeah, you know, it's funny. The sword was gone for a short while. Mm -hmm. And now it's made a miraculous comeback for whatever reason. That's what went into my head too. I'm like, why the fuck is the sword back? I don't know. He should put it into a stone and just leave it there. Pull it out when you win a title. Yeah, Pull exactly. If you're not going to use it, don't bring it. I'm just saying. Right. You know what I mean? Shit. Right. Anyway, 
as we get back from commercial, uh, we got our main event because it's Drew McIntyre versus Sola Sikoa. And because it's the main event, I'll kind of go blow for blow. McIntyre chopping him into the corner. Sikoa throwing body blows, turning him around, whip across front kick. Drew takes him out with a lariat. Future Shock follows. Solo bails to the floor to regroup with the bloodline as we go to break. Back from commercial, McIntyre throwing chops. He does a whip and then it gets reversed. Samoan drop from Sokoa. Nope. He moves out of the way. Solo putting boots to him, choking him in the ropes. Jay with a cheap shot and Sammy's right after him jawing. Throwing the ones up. Sokoa with the right hands in the corner. Drew with a couple of chops, but he gets cut off. And uh, Odie, what's an ODE? Like an Odie to Rikishi connects. What does that mean? I don't know. I don't know what, that's, what that's, like, that's, that's don't weird know. what it says there. Anyway, Drew fires back with a belly-to-belly suplex and he's running you hot. Yeah, no, this is just out of context. I don't even know what the hell that means. Off the rope, Sami Zayn cuts him off, counting down again. Sami makes a save. Solo with a super kick, so close. Training punches, big head butt. Again, Zayn runs interference to keep the referee distracted while the Usos pull boots to McIntyre as the street profits for no particular reason. Make the save, but get overwhelmed by the bloodline numbers game as Sammy dives on them and wipes them out. Solo and Drew alone in the ring, a Claymore boot to Sokoa out of the ring, but Karrion crosses here and puts the cross jacket on as Drew McIntyre ends up winning by disqualification. As the screen goes black and white as Drew fights the cross jacket desperately, but can't as we fade to black. And that's the show. Yeah. Um... The way you're describing the match would be better if you had Maxime Dupree and B-Fab in your mind doing it. But <laughs> see, this is where I thought that uh, Sheamus's group was going to come out for the save, not the Street Profits. So well, I figured well, that they get those the you know the the United Kingdom together or whatever. But they didn't. True, it would have made sense, right? I mean, it's yeah. you know the Queen passing away and all that. Right, and then and then it still would have been the same. You know, instead of the numbers game, it just would have been an even out, and they could have fought themselves up the ramp, and you still could have had the thing with um, carrying cross coming in at the end. Because uh, it's it would be three against three, right? You, you have a uh, uh, well, it would still be three against four actually. So you you'd still have the numbers game anyway. Um, I don't really like the black and white thing. I think it would be okay to do the black and white thing as he's fading, but. Like first, I thought there was a technical difficulty. Then I realized what was good, and I shouldn't have to think that much during it. Um, I'm still having trouble recognizing Cross with the hair, and I don't I agree. think that the black and white helped him look big. I think the color would help him look good, so you know, like where you know his arm starts and Drew's body ends and things like that. I mean, I think carrying Cross, he's a lot shorter than Drew. Um, and I think he needs to look big. Um, and also Scarlet should always be seen, you know, more. Not just that. What's what's um, Cross's problem with Drew? That's the thing they haven't explained to us yet. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see that he was the number one contender, so that's his issue, but he's not the number one contender anymore, so I really don't <laughs> well, know. I guess or if you easy. want to be, be the man who just lost to the man, you've got to beat the man who already lost. To the man. <laughs> Something along those lines. Yeah, look, it was, but like we were saying earlier in the show, it was a good show. It was much yeah. better than Raw. Um, I did enjoy it. Just sometimes 
we got to be honest here, and some shit doesn't make sense, but it still works anyway in WWE for whatever reason. Compared to AEW, on the other hand, where it's just shit's gone haywire over there. And um, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but we'll wait and see. But overall, Jeff, what would you give the show out of, say, five? Four? I mean, that's that's a B minus. Yeah, four. Yeah, I'd say four. The first match was hot, definitely. Yeah, and every, after that, right, everything was going in the motions, you know what I mean? But uh, no, I enjoyed the show, man, absolutely. And we got Raw coming up shortly, actually, Jeff. Are we actually um, doing a Raw show tonight, or should we save that for tomorrow? Yeah, I find it hard to believe that we're doing a Raw show tonight. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not committed to watching Raw tonight. I'll probably watch it tomorrow. Um, did it, I, I forgot House of Dragon was on last night, which is a really bad sign for a really new show. Um, so I'll probably watch that tonight. Well, is that any? Is that even any good? No, it, it really isn't. So, <laughs> but you watch it anyway. I give every show, that, especially something that it's related to something that I really like. Like I'll, I'll give it like five episodes. If it still stinks, <laughs> then why bother? I think I'm gonna watch um, Cobra Kai. Never watched so it. I think yeah. I don't feel like getting into any new shows with uh, where I'm behind on a bunch of seasons. True. Good point. Well, Jeff, tell them where they can find you, my man. When I'm not here on the PWC or any of these fine networks that we cross-pollinate with, uh, you can find me also on the PWC and some of those networks up there at Hammerlock Hangover. We dropped our 99th episode this past weekend uh where we covered the events of the week of the week and uh my partner there is big daddy cool steven pena and for my non-wrestling podcast we have garden of doom and garden views both on this very fine network uh garden of doom is ufology cryptids history alternative history theosophy things that go bump in the night lots of cool stuff there and garden views also cool stuff but a lot of it is it's more topical They've been more grounded in, in in legal issues and things like that. So uh, I have two episodes on uh, intellectual property law, one on cannabis law. Going to do a, a show on tax law soon, but also there's a show on the moon there. And uh, I'm probably going to slow down on Garden Views and probably drop a Garden of Doom episodes because I've got a backlog there. And, and uh, so you'll still get two shows a week. That just it's going to be probably more Garden of Doom than uh, Garden View Garden of Doom uh, until I start more heavily booking uh for garden views but i am doing a, a show on estate planning tax tax law coming up soon beautiful yeah beautiful looking forward to it man well please like and subscribe right here at the pwc network.popping.com as jeff said you can find all our shows right here on the pwc network also if you want to follow me you can on twitter at the pwc network and also at dj mass effects what's wrong you didn't say your twitter handles did you Again, go for it, Jeff. At Eric Grossfell, MD. <laughs> and I'm at DJ Mass Effects and at the PWC Network. Uh, please like and subscribe at, the, at channelattitude.com for five bucks. You can possibly hear Jeff, but you always hear me week in, week out, talking AEW and whoever my guest host is. And also, Hamid Media Group and the PW Hustle and the BluffPod.com. In saying that, I'm Jimmy T. He's Evil Doss Jeff Lippman, and you've been listening and watching the PwC Friday Night Smack Talk, the real Smack Talk, right here on the PwC Network. See ya. Give war a chance and stay evil, my friends. <laughs>